Listeners are advised, this podcast contains coarse language, themes of an adult nature, and inappropriate thoughts about boy bands. And inappropriate thoughts by boy bands, motherfucker. I think it's September, Zoe. Oh, Amy. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you too. So, our birthdays are a week apart. Yeah, I'm the youngest, obviously. I mean, I think we all know that's not true. I mean... I think we all know that it's believable, though. <laughs> <laughs> so this is I'm with the boy band. <laughs> and I am Zoe Linkson, and this is my co-host. Amy Long. I'm four years younger. Whatevs. <laughs> this is our birthday week. We're going to have a little bit of a birthday... special. Yeah, for the start of the episode. Yeah. We've got a little bit of news. Oh, There's boy band news. Giveaways. Boy no. Band news. Amy, no, 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 no. There is bigger news than boy band news this week, and it's all about us. So oh. we're just we're shoving boy band news down the agenda for our own. I'm with the boy band news. Okay. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> you a little excited face on you. We, What's happening with the podcast, Amy? We're rebranding. Yes. So basically, <laughs> when we first started the podcast in January seven months ago yes we um we like threw around some ideas what should we do with our logo etc and we came up with a record idea we both really liked it at the time but as we've kind of gone on we thought we'd go for something a bit more fun jazzy Pizazzy. yeah jazzy Pizazzy yeah a good word we put together you can't go on to itunes or iTunes or all these podcast places without having a logo mm. so we put together something in a couple of hours to get ourselves out there because yeah so now we've had a friend of Amy's has helped us with the ongoing redesign so you will notice hopefully if it's all timed in and gone properly when this pops up in your podcast viewer this morning wherever you listen to it you will notice that there's a new black and gold yes logo Gold confetti. Yes. Because we don't we need paper confetti. We've got fucking gold. Right. Now we're so super rich. Oh, no. Let's not say that. <laughs> it's definitely not true. So, new I'm with a boy band logo, which comes with... What other new things that come with, Amy? Merch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will put the links up on our socials, but we are also today launching a, a little merch line. It's a mini line just to kick us off and get us all going. There will be um, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hopefully some other bits and pieces by the time this actually comes out. I've got it all coordinated. So we have got the amazing podcast logo t-shirts. So if you love a little bit of confetti and you want to declare your love for boy <laughs> bands, there's a very simple logo t-shirt, which is the I'm with the boy band confetti logo in gold. Mm -hmm. okay. The next t-shirt is, is our... It's a... Boy band boy ba it's It's a... Tribute to the monkeys, as well as a declaration of your belief in the powers of boy bandipity. It says, I'm a believer, boy bandipity. So that one, again, a t-shirt. And we'll, there'll be various colours you can get it in that go with the logo. And our special, the 2020 campaign t-shirt. campaign. We both truly, truly believe that the only two people on the planet who can possibly save America and the the world the only two people who can be leaders of the free world at this point are amy um lance bass 
and Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> so this is our Wahlberg Bass 2020 election campaign t-shirt. If we all can get strongly behind this one, mm. get those t-shirts out there, tweet the pictures. We make, know that they're in touch. We know they want to do this yeah, reality and they, TV show they're together. They're talking about projects, you know, yeah. and as much as they want to pretend that their project is, it's going to be a new make in the band, we all know that their <laughs> actual project can only be the... the presidency yes mm-hmm. very so, yeah. good so some of our wonderful patreon subscribers will have noticed that they have already had a preview a sneak peek of our new brand yes and they so got the, their badges the merch went out with the stickers little stickers on your merch packages that's the new logo so you'll have you might have been going what the fuck's this that's what it is you had a little preview to it all we just didn't tell you with the <laughs> surprise We've been we've been keeping this in for about oh like wow, five now. six weeks. I've, do you know how many times I've wanted to like just Instagram like a little corner of the gold confetti <laughs> and stuff and go oh guess what's coming soon and I just haven't so yeah yeah so thank you to Nicole for helping us with this we really yes. appreciate your hard work and us being difficult about what we wanted <laughs> we were quite picky weren't yeah, we yeah we just we had a few ideas and it was kind of bringing it all together and making sure that we were both happy with it but we love it it's great okay and some other things we've got going on so over the six seven months we have been podcasting and doing bits and pieces we have gathered together some boy band paraphernalia that we're in possession of that we want to share with you the listener so we are going to do in exchange for Anyone that leaves us a review on... A good review. A nice... Yeah, on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast, just DM us. So our Twitter DMs and our Instagram DMs are both open. Send us a screenshot of your five-star review and a copy of your review via one of those formats so that we know who you are and who we win. Uh, we were going to pick we're gonna our... pick some winners and then we can talk about what we're going to send you as a prize. Yeah. We've got a few things. We've got some Jonas albums. We've got some busted albums. And There's I... a little bit of... I've got some New Kids on the Block VIP merch lying around. And I have Take That Odyssey merch. Yeah. And also, for one very special, lucky listener, I've got a GB signed book. But that's going to... When she says GB, she means oh, Gary, Gary Barlow. Barlow. <laughs> signed book. Um, the VIP packs have got some signed prints in as well by all three of them so yeah, i'm sure i can yeah. find some other new kids stuff that I've got. actually i can i have so many so new kids on the block the main event vip merch bags which is a little duffel bag there's a water bottle there's a gym towel in mm. there so i will hunt a couple of them out as well we'll give there's them a, away as well a coffee cup in the take that vip merch <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we've got a few things so send us your your five star rating screenshots and your reviews and we'll we'll pick some winners thank you yeah thank you very much and um, and don't forget to subscribe while you're there leaving us a review and a rating subscribe to us it's just one extra click away and it means that you don't have to try and find us every week we're going to be there we we get automatically downloaded into your podcast we'll send you some stuff straight to you um however we are doing very well in the u.s at the moment 49 states yeah so our most popular states so and i want to see this this separate chart really start to fight it out so our top five states that we're listening to is uh, number five is uh, massachusetts really disappointed in all my boston girls oh we're big in massachusetts and uh, number four uh, the fourth highest number of listeners we have is illinois 
Who lives in Illinois? That's just Donnie Wahlberg downloading <laughs> it again and again and again and again. It definitely is. Number three, Florida. Yeah. Where that's Danny. Oh, downloading again and again and again. Oh, Danny's beating Donnie at the moment. Right. Number two is New York. Yeah. And our most listeners in the US come from California. Thanks, Callie. But more importantly, if you live anywhere, near, and I don't know which states would border this. Some Midwesty ones. Yeah. If you live anywhere near Wyoming... Like just across the border, say, say at most a two-hour drive away. I mean, I think we can push that. We have never had a single download in Wyoming. Come on, so Wyoming! So we need like one person to go drive, and it can't just be across the border because it's where the signals come from. You need to go a little bit into Wyoming <laughs> and just give us that one download, and then you can leave. You never have to go back there again. Actually, you can just... prove that you're from Wyoming, or you're the one that went to the get the Wyoming oh, download. Picture of you <laughs> yeah. at the Welcome to Wyoming sign. <laughs> That's going to get a special prize. That will get a special okay, prize. We'll so send you. We'll absolutely your challenge send. of the week. I know it's limited because there will only be a handful of you that yeah. are anywhere near enough to do it. Maybe you'll be driving through. Anyone who sends us a picture Maybe of Donny can them fly in on his private Wyoming sign. <laughs> we're going to send you some shit. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh, so good. Yeah, great. All right. Well, let's go for a little break, and we'll come back with our boy band news of the week. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, Zoe. Hello, Amy. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. How was it? It's, um, yeah, it was lovely. It was actually a fucking nightmare. But yeah, thank you. It was lovely. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> Birthdays are always a nightmare. That's, yeah, that's the I know, I had thing. a lovely time. Good. I, had a, I did have a lovely day. But good. yeah, the, the extended story of it is an absolute farce. Okay, Gonna make a well, stage play out of it. I've been sat here by the phone waiting for an update. So where are you? What are you doing? Who are you with? What are you seeing? Tell me. I am currently in New York. Oh. What, what? You don't sound like you're in New York. You sound like you're right here. Oh, <laughs> what were you expecting? An accent? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please continue in an American accent. We know I can't do accents. Oh, because I'm rubbish. Okay. Yeah, so I came out to New York for my birthday. I've met up with some of my ride or dies. We've had mm-hmm. a really lovely few days oh, great. having New York adventures. So for she who shall not be named uh, <laughs> is with me. <laughs> uh, and obviously we've done New York tons of times together, but yeah. we've also got uh, podcast sponsor Brooke came out with me and her husband Yay. Jamie. Uh, and they, it's only their second stroke, third time in New York. So I, we did lots of touristy stuff that I generally wouldn't do, but I'm kind of up, I'm excited to do it with them because it's their first time. Oh, that's so good. So yesterday we walked the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh my God, you haven't in... done that yet. No, well, I've you done have it. now. Yeah, no, I've done it, but oh, Brooklyn Jamie love... hadn't. Right, okay. Mm. So oh, I've just been joined in the podcast booth by two people wanting to use computers. So I'm just going to roll myself out of their way. Um, Are they people we know? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we we did that. And then we went to my friend Marianne's apartment. She has an apartment down at the bottom of Manhattan that's got a 40, I want to say 45th floor roof garden where amazing. you get views of the entire city. So it was beautiful. Oh, wow. It was really, really nice. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I also saw that, oh, there's someone no, joining our podcast. 
uh, I saw some pictures of you in a big bath of balls. Yes, I've been up to my neck in balls all week. It's been amazing. <laughs> I really wanted to say, is it hot as balls, mate? <laughs> it is hot as balls, mate. Walking the Brooklyn Bridge yesterday was unbelievable. It was like 90 odd degrees. Oh, and really? it, was also, it was my idea to do it. Oh. But also, out of the six of us that did it, guess which one didn't take sunblock or a hat? Oh, you idiot. Uh, <laughs> do you know so what? I did, I did go I to bed early last night Bridge. with sunstroke. Oh, no. Oh, that's hot. Oh, I'm so sorry. When I walked the Brooklyn Bridge, it was fucking snowing the first oh, time I, I did it. The other times I've done it, I think, have been November and February. Yeah, cold. So, yeah, and also Very empty. Cold. Like, no one yes. else is doing it. It was brilliant. You could get great pictures, but it yeah. was jam-packed. Also, fucking bizarrest thing ever, halfway across the Brooklyn Bridge... Uh, three men holding snakes. No. Yes. It's a hard no. I can't. I, I, what? <laughs> so I was leading the excursion. So I <laughs> and I rounded the corner. You know, you get you get the bit where the stands are. I rounded the corner. I was like, oh. So I turned back and I was like, just checking. Uh, anyone here triggered by snakes at all? <laughs> yeah, it's a good and, job she's not here. <laughs> and uh, Jamie, who's also scared of heights and had been coping, but very bravely oh. with the fact he didn't like heights, is kind of like, not a big fan. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we're just going to march straight through this part. <laughs> what the fuck were people thinking, honestly? <laughs> Fortunately, the third thing he's scared of, which I'm not sure... I'm allowed to mention we wouldn't have encountered it, so it couldn't have been like a full triple threat for him. Mm. What What is the third thing? I can't say. I'll, I'll say to you off air. I'll bleep okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Why can't you say that? I don't think he wants people to know he's scared of a mythical creature. <laughs> oh, people are so amazing. I love it. <laughs> So, well, that sounds amazing. Good. Yes, it's lovely. I wish you were here. It would have been fun to do with you. We have to uh, get our ducks in a row, don't we, after you've settled into... What's your big news of the week, Amy? Um, I haven't really done much this week, to be honest. Just busy, yeah. busy. So you're not allowed to talk about your big, big news? I just don't think I want to. Oh, OK, fine. Boy band news. Yes, tell me what you found for me while I've been away. Well, most importantly of all of the list of things that I have is Harry Styles has got a new haircut. Oh, I really don't care about Harry Styles. I don't think like, we I cannot tell you how little I care. Harry Styles. Yeah, I just hey, come on. You've waited till you're in New York to declare this so that I can't spell <laughs> <You> can't... <laughs> I feel I'm just going to leave that, like, there's so much love coming out of you for him mm. that I feel it would be an intrusion for me to even be like, oh, okay. Yeah, so... I think that's a really good bullshit response, but <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a new haircut. My theory is that he is... Samson and Delilah? Somewhat of a widow's peak, and oh. so he's brushing it forward. I'm just going to say, it doesn't look good. Oh, bless him. But, hey... Harry okay. can do no wrong in my eyes. Yes. Louis Tomlinson. Yes. Not, not Liam, Louis. He has got... I'm, I'm with you. Absolutely not with you. <laughs> He's got a new single out on, oh. well, yesterday, 5th of September, called do we Kill like My Mind. Oh. Yes. Oh. You sound suspect about this. I haven't heard it. Me about... No, I oh, haven't okay. heard it because... 
today's the 4th of September it's out tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> but the podcast oh, comes out on the fit on the 6th so let's just say yes yeah it was it. amazing we love it <laughs> he put together a Spotify playlist of um, songs that influenced him to write this song so that was quite cool um, but yeah so Louis new music first sort of thing he's really done since his most recent tragedy so yeah, <laughs> I thought you were about to say first thing he's done since the last thing he's done <laughs> <laughs> no no uh, other news GB Gary Barlow back in the UK today oh excellent did you stalk him at the airport is that how you know have you Didn't. just been I sat at Heathrow no I've been working sadly from home today oh. and he Instagrammed when he was coming in overhead actually that not when he was coming in because 15 minutes later he was on the ground and I know he's probably in a PJ no he probably isn't yeah. actually if he's come from LA but yeah so he's back in the UK he says to watch this space so I mean I will because I'll see him on Sunday um oh. that'll be good and then the the last piece of boy band news I've got from this week was um Ben Adams from A1 who this is what the Daily Mail thinks makes a news story, apparently. Oh, tell me. Ben Adams from A1 rented out his home on Airbnb and a table got smashed. Oh, my God, how tragic. That is the story. And <laughs> it was a £1,000 table and they offered him £96 in compensation. Who did, Airbnb or the Daily Star? No, the people, the fa- the people that broke the it. <laughs> are you always questioning how those things make it into the news like had he tweeted about it is he that is it yeah he must have yeah. who knows it's fucking ridiculous because i think for even stuff that pr's put out that's very like they'd be like now nah, then mate it's not i mean that out that is a slow news week isn't it yeah <laughs> so lee ryan from blue finished his stint on celebs go dating don't ruin it I for me quick- i've got it recorded oh I no, did a quick ruin it for me. If they were still together, they're not. Oh. So. How tragic. Who, yeah. would have, who would have thought that such a well thought out process as celebs go dating wouldn't <laughs> lead to <laughs> several love. marriages? Yes. <laughs> well, I've got to say, it has done quite a lot for Lee Ryan from Blue because I really think he'd come out of it quite well. Even though he comes across a bit dim. I think he's actually a nice guy, and I think he's come out of it quite well. He's very likable. Yeah, he is. We're just, so basically, then, we're just waiting on uh, Lee Ryan from Blue Panto News, so we can go and see him. <laughs> oh, God. It's happening. I'm, I'm not making going it. to Panto. I don't want to go. Oh, okay, fine. I'm so, other news, yesterday, Thursday, the 5th of September. Yes, I know what that is. It's a special day. It's a very special day, not oh, just because special. one of One Direction is releasing a single. Um, yeah. It was the uh, 30th anniversary, the first day I met New Kids on the Block. I mean, that's astonishing. It's a massive fucking milestone it's actually, for me. It's astonishing that in a year that New Kids are celebrating their 30, year, 30 years together and take that as celebrating 30 years together, actually what's important is that one your 30th anniversary (laughs) Uh, no but i think it's it's what is astonishing is that you have literally been there from the start yeah not from the start in the uk so they they're they're celebrating the 30th anniversary of hanging tough 
uh, and we were having a chat last night in the hotel and um no not in the hotel at Marianne's and they were going through old show tickets and like the state fairs and things they've been to one of Marianne's yeah. friends has got tickets from a state fair she went to in 1989 which predates wow. me because they were they you know they were on tour with Tiffany and shit over here at that point so but yeah it's my 30th anniversary special day for me and my two new kids yeah, but mate, it still predates, not predates, it's still in the same year that they've got, you can still claim 1989 is your, yeah. your 30th anniversary, so I think that kind of counts as from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So in other news, I, at this very point, this podcast comes out, I will be landing at Heathrow, getting in the car, going home, washing my underpants and heading straight to Butlins where I'm going to see 911 and 5. Yeah. So that is on Friday. 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 It's about seven-ish. Okay. I take off at eight o'clock Saturday from Gatwick <laughs> um, despite my BA trying to scupper my plans I'm Fine. flying out to Malaga I was going straight to Gibraltar on BA but obviously those flights were cancelled so I'm going to Malaga and then driving down the coast to Gibraltar and I'm um, going to go and check out my boys on your birthday yeah well my birthday's this Sunday is, so yeah Saturday is official... going to be like yeah. This is official podcast birthday week. It is. It's Dan Miller from O-Town's birthday today. Oh. The 4th of Happy September. Happy birthday, Dan Miller. Dan Miller. I so yesterday. I posted on Instagram for two oh. days ago. Oh, happy birthday, Dan. See, yeah. Virgos are the best. Virgos yeah, fucking are. rock. Yeah. So. Okay, so that's, we will be on, so next week, I guess we're going to do a little boy band adventure catch up. We've got no proper episode yeah. out because we're both away. Yeah. So what do you say to that? Like we have a, a phone call catch up at some point in the week when you're back from sunnier climes? I'm saying yes. I'm saying yes. we. you can tell me all about your new kids adventure and I'll tell you all about my Take That Adventure, which is going to be the very last Take That Adventure for a very long time. Oh, that's so sad. No, there is still going to be Gary You have to find you a stuff. new boy band that's O-Town. not One Direction. Oh, Jonas. excellent news. Excellent news on both of those. O-Town and Jonas, very good options. So O-Town is our boy band. Yes. And Jonas, well, I'm... Jo- to Jonas is a new verb. What did we decide? Did, I, I thought it was it the um, completely ruining everyone's well-thought-out plans. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Jonasing. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to start our lexicon, our boy band lexicon. Yes, barlowing. Uh, barlowing. Yeah, that just means getting better and better with age. Oh, we've got a whole long list of these. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll slowly we'll introduce them. them. <laughs> okay, it's lovely. So, so yeah. I need to dash because Katie is on her way. Everyone's oh, upstairs send, waiting for me to stop trying to find a quiet room. My very best, I and have a wonderful indeed. day, and give Donald a, a big smush from me, whatever that no. looks like. Oh yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> Not happening. <laughs> Amy sent you this, but it's from me, really. (laughs) Yeah. I will speak to you uh, off-air. We will speak before you go. But, yeah, yeah, I will um, catch you later. So coming up straight after this, we're going to go into, what now, Ultimate Boy Band Playlist and a little bit of Boy Band Shrinking. Do you know what we've not done? 
Hi, I'm Zoe Linkson. And I'm Amy Long. And you're listening to The Boy I'm Band. The boy band. <laughs> we are with the boy bands this week. So yeah, actually with the times. boy bands. Good times. Okay, have a blast, boo. You and too. Um, bye. 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 Okay, so we've got our new entries on the official ultimate boy band playlist. Yes, Amy. <laughs> Who's going first? I... Do I know who you're doing? Oh, I should go first. I do know you did tell me who you're doing. Mine definitely follows on. So we left off last week with 911's Body Shaking. So mine follows on perfectly from that. I am my... This week's contribution to the Ultimate Boy Band playlist is a song that was released in April 1997. It was nominated for two Grammys. Mm. It reached number one in 12 countries. It topped the Song of the Year uh, charts for Rolling Stone and VH1, as well as being number one on VH1's 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s. It sold one and a half million records in the US and almost 800,000 in the UK. My pick this week is Hanson's Mbop. Mate, I mean, it is a great track. It's an Mbop. I, they did a live version, they've done a few live versions of it, but the live version they do now, there's a um, YouTube video and obviously it's down a few grown-up voices octaves yeah in their grown-up voices and it is so good and it's so beautiful and they're such handsome men and it sounds amazing you know the original umbop might be slightly high-pitched for me i'll still listen to it but the new one is fucking beautiful and it's acoustic and it's just wonderful i love yeah. it great great choice who are you doing i am doing um well i'll i'll lead into it <laughs> So this song was released on the 10th of January 2019. Oh. It was the lead single. It predates this, this pre-podcast. Just, just. It predates us releasing a podcast, but it doesn't predate us recording the podcast. So it has been mentioned oh, so we, in a previous episode. The podcast should be as old as whatever. Correct. <laughs> so it's the lead single from their 11th studio album. Shit. And their first single to be released under Universal and Virgin EMI. It's also the first official single in eight years since their last single in 2011, which was called Lighthouse. Oh. This song is written by Ed Sheeran and Steve Mack. Heard, String Theory Steve Mack. Mm-hmm. We'll come to that in a minute. I mean, Steve Mack wrote a lot for this band. <laughs> it is... So, so Ed Sheeran and Steve Mack wrote together. So it's... Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, good one. It's the highest charting, biggest selling and streamed single in Ireland by a pop group or group or an Irish group so far <laughs> in 2019. So far It was 14th overall since April and it was second overall in May, losing the number one spot by 70 sales. Uh, oh, I feel bad now that I didn't <laughs> yeah. buy it. It reached number two in Ireland and Scotland and was their highest charting single on those charts since they released What About Now in 2009. What About Now, the song by Daughtry, written by members of Evanescence. 
and it was their first chart topper in the, in this decade. It's been at number one in the UK charts and it was the highest charting since their 2006 single, The Rose. This week's choice for me is Hello My Love by Westlife. Cracking song. It is a good song. I really like it. I really like the... It's got, got a kind of really modern, current, electro vibe, like a bit O-Town-y. Yeah. But yeah, love it. So that'll be it. probably be the only time I recommend a Westlife song if we take that song. <laughs> We're getting towards the end now. I mean, not we're not going to run out of boy bands if we keep going on our list. Mm. We will have endless and endless boy bands to add on, but songs that we could, would genuinely recommend. And listen to. Because this week you were like, well, can I do so-and-so? And I'm like, no. I wanted to do a solo member of One Direction, but we already have a One Direction song on the list. Yeah, so we and said you can't, no. And you chose a solo member of Blue, so we now can't have Blue on. Yeah, not indefinitely, I just think we need to exhaust the yeah. boy bands we have got there to choose yeah. from. Like, we don't have a boy's own track kit. We don't have a monkey's track kit. Beach Boys, Bee Maybe Gees. we should ask our Patreon supporters. Oh, to recommend. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. We can put a little message out to them. Okay. Yeah, good. Excellent idea. So let's move along to String Theory then. Yeah, this week's boy band. So we're still going through our back catalogue of String Theory. So you are going to do one of the bands i've done in the past we know them as Threve nowadays they were more known commonly as known five. to the public as five <laughs> i i've heard that they're getting together the paperwork to go with our name for them oh really yeah well i think we should copyright it quick <laughs> <laughs> so five they worked with herbie critchlow who wrote some songs for them including Slam Dunk Da Funk and Everybody Slam Get Up. Dunk da funk. I prefer Everybody Get Up. See, that's a J song, that. Two, so you three, should technically four, like it. Five, make it get down now. Get on down. Nah. Um, and I'm really hey. excited to see them. <laughs> when, how yeah. long when do we see them? Uh, March. Oh, God. We see it's... Jonas before we see oh, them. Oh, God. It's like half a year away. I know. Well, it's not, mate. It's going to happen. Like, we're almost. In March. What are we, September now? Yeah, September, October, seven months. <coughs> Six and a Six and a half months. Yes, yeah, six and a half months. Is it six and a half months? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Damn anyway. it. Anyway, carry on. So Herbie Critchlow wrote some songs for five. He also wrote a couple of songs called We've Got It Going On. And quit playing games for a band called Backstreet Boys. I've heard of them. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. me too. It's because um, I'm um, I'm a boy bandologist. Oh, world's first and only. Not first <laughs> and only. There's two of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are. And Backstreet Boys toured with New Kids on the Block, a.k.a. Donnie Wahlberg, a.k.a. Subject, Subject Zero. Zero. So that is our string theory. How many steps is that? Three again? Yeah, so one, two, three, yeah. Who are you you doing? Mine's slightly more complex, but it's because I'm also going through my back Mm catalogue of bands we've done, and I've had to do the Bay City Rollers as much as I try to avoid it. Oh, our number one boy band. Right. The only time we ever think about them is every single week (laughs) when we go through the countdown. (laughs) Okay, so... Bay City Rollers, as you remember from when we did the episode, had the majority of their songs written by a songwriting partnership, Phil Coulter and Bill Martin. Bill Murray. 
Bill Martin. <laughs> Especially Groundhog Day was just some guy writing the same basic roller song over and over again. And it again. was Sunny and Cher. Because that's the song he wakes up to every morning, isn't it? I got you, babe. Sorry, anyway, please so continue. Bill Martin, are you ready? Are you sitting comfortable with this? Yes. So this is this is a wild ride because okay. this is not where I mean it the whole took of me... the basic roller story was a wild ride. <laughs> it took me ages to find this connection because I kept going off on tangents because he wrote for like he wrote for Roy Orbison, he wrote for this person, and I went off on loads of tangents until I eventually nailed this one down. Okay, and it's the one I wanted, so I'm really pleased. Okay, Bill Martin also wrote a song called My Boy for an American blues singer called Elvis Presley. No, doesn't ring a bell. Okay, um, Elvis Presley had a granddaughter, or still has a granddaughter, she's still alive. He's dead. I, oh. Sorry if I've broken that to everyone. Actually, he's been dead. 42 years. Oh. Is it, who did you think you're the reincarnation of? Keith Moon. Okay, <laughs> not Elvis. <laughs> anyway, sorry, where have we gone? Bill Martin wrote, my boy for Elvis, Elvis Presley's granddaughter, Riley Keough, is, that's the obviously the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley, his only child. Riley is an actress. She was in Mad Max Fury Road with an actor called Tom Hardy. Fit. And uh, right, <laughs> oh, I've got I have such bad Tom Hardy leadings. <laughs> Tom Hardy was in a TV series called Band of Brothers with a man called Donny Wahlberg, aka Subject Zero. <laughs> Who did Tom Hardy play in Band of Brothers? I, I, it was a bit part, but it he was, was definitely small, in it because when yeah. it, it's one of those kind of like you're like oh, Tom, was Tom Hardy was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like Jimmy Fallon has a really tiny role as well, and there's so many actors in that for it. Yeah, TV I feel it's going to be so. a link into a lot of stuff. No, uh, we'll try and we'll try and keep them different if we can. But yeah. you know, that's why I felt going via Elvis, like we're yeah, not really going to cool. come across an Elvis connection a lot. How many steps is that? That is basically rollers to Bill Martin, to Elvis, to Riley Keough, to Tom Hardy, to Donnie Wahlberg. So six. Is that six? Five. Two Bill Martin, two Elvis, two Riley, two Tom, two Subject Five. Zero. Okay, yeah, five. Because we have to do it in six or less, right? Yeah. Right. Cool. Great. Well, okay. <laughs> that's it. So that's our little our standard feature of the week. We're going to be back after a short break and me catching my breath with... It's actually it's a really short one this week. <laughs> so they are Boy Band of the Week connected to last week's Boy Band. It's part of the series. This is part two of the management series. Boy Band of the Week this week is Scandal. Woohoo! With a K. <laughs> what, candle? <laughs> <laughs> right then, we are doing Boy Band of the Week. I say we, not me. Me. so boy band of the week this week follows on from last week's boy band of the week which was busted it's the whole prestige management setup of they had a multitude of boy bands which i only discovered once i started doing the busted research prestige worldwide have you seen uh, not anchorman i always do that stepbrothers no oh Okay. Netflix keeps recommending it to me, and I I'm mean, kind of like, I'm sure it it's not my thing. Fucking hilarious, but it is stupid. Do you know what I watched last night? I Netflix a film called Due Date. Oh yeah. Which was it? It's the same is it vibe. Zach Galifianakis and Robert Downey. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But comp- at, 
exactly the same vibe as Identity Thief. I haven't seen that one. That one nutter road tripping across the US for a reason oh. with Identity Thief's great. That's Jason Bateman and I love Jason Bateman. Melissa McCarthy. Oh, okay. Maybe I should watch that one it's then. It's really good. I've seen so, Due Date, wasn't impressed. No. But it's once you've seen Identity Thief, you can see where they got the story from. Right. And Identity Thief is the much better version. Okay. Anyway. Back to boy bands. As normal, we digress. <laughs> Scandal were formed via what's now uh, the old hat route of an advert in the stage and lengthy auditions in oh. 1997. Uh, this is the audition that we would uh, we heard about last week in which both Matt Willis and James Bourne from Busted tried out and failed to get the job, rendering them to the boy band scrap heap forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. What did they do with this horrendous <laughs> blow to their careers? <laughs> the winning... Especially after seeing the success of Scan... Oh, I'm going to ruin the story. Fuck's sake, Amy. The winning auditionees were Darren Keating. He's 21 from Hearn Bay in Kent. Darren Keating. Darren Keating. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Different person. Darren was working as a holiday entertainer in Somerset. Which has got to be isn't this Oh Hindhead. Minehead. It must have been Butlin's oh, Minehead. Sorry. Where the fuck is Hindhead? Oh, that's down that, the A3. <laughs> yes. Minehead is what I meant. So yeah. it must have been Butlin's. He must yeah. have been a red coat. Yeah. Uh blonde haired, blue eyed Darren, one of seven children, so could likely have formed a boy band without leaving his front room. But still <laughs> he performed a lot with local theatre groups as a youngster. Uh, James Cohen from Isleworth, who was 18, he'd oh. attended the Sylvia Young Theatre School. Just down the road from us. He started acting in 1992 and had appeared with the Royal Shakespeare Company and had once modelled underpants for Marks and Spencer. <laughs> so there's already a bit of a Marky, Mon- Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch vibe going on with this one. He was also best mates with some guy called Scott from some band called Five. What? Yeah. Matty McKenzie, 18, from Newport Pagnell. It's actually from Milton Keynes, but let's call it Newport Pagnell. Newport Pagnell, famous for... Is there a service there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> service station. Matty's nickname was Kenzie. Not that Kenzie. Was it? Was his name Matt McKenzie? Matty McKenzie. Okay. But we have to differentiate between Matty, because you'll see in a bit... He Matty was working as a chef at the time when he got through the auditions, but his ambition was to be the next Robbie Williams. Oh, and also a fourth member called Leroy. Literally, no details available about Leroy. Leroy, and you'll find out why very shortly. Is this them? This is them. Okay, I found. I, I googled a picture of them, so I've got an image. Uh, the band was signed with Prestige Management. The duo Matthew Fletch Fletcher. And Richard Rashman. They're, very swiftly, Leroy realised that the boy band life wasn't for him and he left and was replaced by Steve West. Steve was 16 from Nottingham. <gasps> He'd just finished school and Steve was into house music and speed garage and his favourite singer was Tupac. Oh. So let's guess where his joining a boy band could be leading. <laughs> the four were put into a flat in West Cliff on Sea in Essex, which is near Southend from where they were Pelmond, but they weren't <laughs> very popular with their neighbours because 
in this whole process, the boot camp process, they were doing tours and shows and they'd built up a little bit of a local following and they'd have oh. lots of teenage girls hanging around outside the house. Like the people used to do, yeah. Um, after spending two years playing under-18s clubs and on a Too Smart for Drugs campaign promoted by SXFM, they gathered a good-sized local following with a database of 8,000 fans but the fans would hang outside their flat at all hours uh, and when teenage girls are getting excited at 2am in the morning, neighbours are getting really angry. Yeah. So they were moved to a secret location in Southend and sworn to secrecy so they didn't get evicted. Now, I don't know how secret you class secret, but I found out that bit of news by reading the uh, Essex advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> Was it at the time? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> They, at this stage, so they're still not signed, they're still being Pearlman's, they had supported Bewitched, Steps and Billy Piper on tours. Oh. And they described their sound as basic pop with an edge. Not as aggressive as Five, but not as clean cut as Take That. <laughs> Staying quiet on that. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I love to... how Take That had this clean cut image, even though they started off as... Leather clad, jelly up the bum. Faux gay porn. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny? And yeah. yet they had this clean cut image. And actually looking back now, we know that it, they were not actually clean cut. And that was all projected. Uh, to put them into context a little bit. in <clears throat> We're now in 1999. So boy band context. LFO released Summer Girls this year. Yep. Westlife released Swear It Again. Oh. BSB had I Want It That Way and we've also got five. I Want It That Way was 99. With Keep On Moving and If You're Getting Down. Are we in 99? 99, 2000. Sorry, I thought you said 97. We're about to move into, so they were together quite a chunk of time being boot camped and doing roadshows and building up a following. Yeah. But not really getting signed. Yeah. This is Prestige's first foray into boy bands. They're trying to just get it. Yeah, I'll show you some videos in a minute. I found could only find two videos of there on YouTube, and one of them is from a, I think it was. I'm sure it's called Pop 2000, the tour they were on, which is oh. the same name as not the same Pop 2000 tour that's now with Lance Bass. Mm. Uh, 2000. We're about to move into 2000, which that year is NSYNC, Bye Bye Bye, and BB Mac back here. So it's, it's quite a lot of boy band activity, activity going yeah, on, and yeah. you can see why it's a an area that management companies want to get into. It's also, also the year O-Town was launched. Yes. I spent a bit of time earlier today. I bought us a subscription to the newspaper archive oh. where we can access old copies of the stage. Oh, great. To see quite how many, we're forming a boy band, come down to auditions, things there were at the time and there's literally hundreds of them. Wow. I also managed to find the actual advert for Bad Boys Inc that Matthew Pateman would have replied to. Oh, amazing. I'll show you in a minute. Okay. Uh, in mid mid ninety nine, they secured a record deal with Ginger Records, which brings us some surprising boy band string theory. Ginger Records is the label is that was set up by Body Shakers nine one one when they couldn't secure their own recording contract. Okay, they set up their own label. Only singles released, only music released on Ginger, three nine one one tracks and one track from Scandal. <laughs> They went into the studio and they recorded three songs, Champagne Highway, Tell Me Cinderella and Ready or Not, and they set about getting themselves out there. 
by November, the new boy, Steve West, decided that being in a boy band was no longer the life for him, leaving the group just a few months to find a new member before they go out on the road with five supporting them on their Invisible tour. So after yet more auditions, they sign up a 19-year-old called Matt Baldwin to fill their fourth spot. Matt was an accomplished musician who could play piano, saxophone and the didgeridoo. Oh, that's really hard to play. And they rushed out recording their songs again with Matt's voice in time for the Five tour. After they toured with Five, they also hit the road doing roadshows with Sugar magazine. Sugar was kind of just 17 like that was uh, Yeah, a bit after my time. Yeah. In the run-up to releasing a single, they embark upon a summer of roadshows and appearances, which resulted in Anglia TV filming them for a day for a documentary as they prepared to play the Essex FM Big Beach Bash. Where do we find that? I cannot find oh, it. Damn it. And I've searched so many different... I believe you. Yeah. I really tried. They also did a tour of Top Shops and the much-talked-about Smash Hits Roadshows 2000. <laughs> so their tour mates were Girl Thing, uh. a boy band called Point Break, mm. Atomic Kitten, A1 and Westlife. Wow. Their single was eventually released in October 2000. It was Champagne Highway. It was written by John McLaughlin and David James, who had previously written for Take That and Louise. The song was released and was up in the charts against All Saints' Black Coffee and Eminem's The Way I Am, which some fans cited as a possible hindrance to them achieving chart success. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) I wish everyone could see your face then. <laughs> the fans were enthusiastic about the single finally coming out. So they've been together now for three years, <laughs> doing bits and pieces, building up a following, and it's they've finally got a, a, a single coming out. So the fans leafleted local record shops about the impending release. So wherever they were, it was like street teams. Yeah. They call street teams now, they'd go down. But I feel that leafleting a record shop is mm. probably unnecessary because mm. they get sent a list. Yes. It also, it didn't get added to the playlist for the box and the fans bombarded the channel with phone calls until it was it was listed. Oh, interesting. And when, so the one copy of the video that I can find on YouTube is the one from the box. Oh, okay. Their hordes of dedicated fans had been rewarded when a thousand of them were invited to the London Astoria to take part in the filming of the video. According to a fan site... That I found. There's lots of old GeoCities fan sites for them. It's really weird. Nice. According to a fan site, they charted at number one in the Essex Top 20. (laughs) (laughs) Who was number two? (laughs) (laughs) But it only managed to reach number 53 on the UK charts. Ah. They were promptly. It just goes to show that Essex is not the biggest county chart, clearly. Right. The world doesn't begin and end with Essex. I don't. I mean, I don't know about that. You tell Mark Wright. (laughs) Oh, I. Well, yeah, I've got something to say about Mark Wright after we finish. Okay. Interesting. (laughs) They were promptly released from their contract with their management company, and Matty McKenzie said later on, speaking to a local newspaper in two thousand and four. Our manager ran out of money, basically. He spent three quarters of a million pounds on getting our first single out with an expensive video, but it bombed. I was distraught when he said he was leaving us behind for another boy band. He didn't do too badly, though. That band was busted. That's it. So, 
<laughs> they literally oh, that's were. The whole that's, story. that's the entire story. Uh, Post scandal, James Cohen is a personal trainer, model, and dancer. He's performed with the Dream Boys. Oh. And he's done a lot of musical theatre, including Priscilla Queen of the Desert, mm-hmm. does West End and tours. He's had a few walk on parts on TV. He's currently a dancer in an act called the Vavavoom Boys, who work with a drag, drag act called Le Voir. Mm. Matty McKenzie returned home to Milton Keynes, where he worked uh, as. Uh, uh, Newport Pagnell. Newport Pagnell, <laughs> where he worked as a picker and packer in a factory and a landscape gardener. He briefly joined another boy band called High Fidelity. They played a few gigs local to him at home, but that was about it. He In 2010, he married a fan. Oh, I love it. I love it when and they marry fans. they have two sons. Yes, yes. I can't find anything at all about the... Steve West? Matt Baldwin. Oh. Nothing about I. There's nothing on Leroy. Nothing on Steve West. Can't find anything about Matt Baldwin. Darren Keating went on to work with Prestige Management as a manager, oh. and he managed both Busted and V. And in 2006, he was made a director of the company. Mm. That was dissolved later on. And in 2009, he set up a company called Happy Entertainment with Fletch. He was one of the scandal managers and they now work with mcfly busted and busted on tours and all like the diverse solo projects they have so they they get them their book deals and all those kind of things so incredibly short boy band of the week scandal i didn't realize it was quite that short so scandal basically worked for a few years tried to release a single and then dissolved yeah oh it's a lot of money but then when you look at the upside down story yeah. It's basically the same. They yeah. were put together and Upside Down was done in a much shorter period of time mm. as well. But I would I remember Upside Down being in magazines. I don't really remember Scandal. And this yeah. is about the same time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So but yeah, three quarters of a million is a lot to put it into is a it. Lot. And... But it just goes to show that there are things that these investors invest in that go nowhere. Yeah. But then at the same time he's so together in ninety seven as they're working up towards releasing that first single busted as we heard last week are being courted by a record company Mm. so you can see where he's made that decision yeah to be like actually i'm putting all my irons in this fire yeah because this is getting some interest and what they're working on is is amazing i wonder if he when james and matt came to him and they had busted charlie came and became involved and everything and they realized they could all play instruments they were like oh let's focus more on this yeah than the other thing because the other thing yeah. might have already been well at a the same old. time he's got as again as we heard last week he's got the one from mcfly whose name escapes me danny that no not danny from mcfly tom, tom thank you tom fletcher is also being encouraged to carry on with his own music and yes. working with james Bourne and stuff so he's got you know, two pies in the oven at this moment that he's working on. And this boy band who only made number 53 mm. isn't really... But the songs are great. So I will put up links of the two bits I can find on YouTube. Yeah. They have a really five vibe. They're oh. of that time, that boy band, the NSYNC Backstreet Boys five vibe about them. The songs are really, really good. Yeah. But I can see why once you've invested all that and you've got... Like, not even top 40. So they're not going to get a top of the pops and, and perhaps boost themselves up the charts here because no one wants to put on a boy band that are at number 53 you know, on their show. 
when Lou Pearlman saw dollar signs and was like, I want to, I want in mm-hmm. and put the Backstreet Boys together, for instance, because they were his first one, how much money he invested and if he invested any of his own money? Well, none of it was his own money, was it? That's the whole point. Was that from the off? Yeah, he was Ponzi scheming. Wait, Amy's front door just opened itself. <laughs> I'm not sure who's freaking out more, me or Elvis. <laughs> Elvis is walking away from the door. <laughs> so, yeah, do you think he was doing that right from the beginning? Yeah. He never put any of his own money in. Well, his fake airline, mm. he was sitting on one of his fake private planes yeah. when he saw... Fake new kids on where the Where he'd, <laughs> he'd rented a fake plane to... He'd not rented a fake plane <laughs> to New Kids on the Block, yeah. and that's what gave him the idea to start a boy band because he was told there was millions in it. So that part of his story was well established how on at this earth point. Did it take so long for anyone to realise that that's he how was Ponzi schemes this work? Ponzi scheme, yeah, but because you take some money in, so you're like, I you go to this guy, invest with me. I look at the returns I'm getting from these other people, and the money they give you. You take off a bit for yourself and then you pay back the previous investors and go, this is your profit. Right. Let's keep the money you've already invested with me and keep it working. So someone's put in 10 grand and he goes back and gives them 20 grand to say, like, this is the amount of profit. But that money he's given them as profit Mm. is coming from the next person down the line. So when so you pe- don't when they had any of his own money at he any must have point, had some of oh, his he own did, money. He, he committed insurance fraud with the balloon, didn't he? Yeah, the Jordash balloon. So yeah, he did that with five, either th- I can't remember now, three or five balloons right. that happened yes. to crash. Yes, that were insured for more than they were worth. Yeah, that's right. So, so there, there was, was his some, own money there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I do wonder how much of his own money he lost. Probably all of it. But obviously, it's going to be impossible to ever figure it out because he was stealing money from other people. Yeah. Oh, Lou. <laughs> I wonder if there's money still hidden somewhere. Mm. I don't know. I think he probably spent it all on all-you-can-eat buffets in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the run. That's still my favourite boy band. So having been through the Neutrons... Lou mm. Pearlman going on the run, still my favourite boy band ever. <laughs> uh, when people say on the run, I literally imagine Lou Pearlman running and that, <laughs> that, that entertains me greatly. Okay. So, that's... so let's point Scandal with a K. Candle. Scandal, I'm certain, are going to point really high. Absolutely, I just take the crown. So, they only reached number fifty-three in the UK charts. So, their UK chart position scoring is not the highest mm-hmm. we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It's not the lowest we've ever seen either. Mm. US chart positioning points, nothing, null and void. Together for three years, they have not reformed. They start. I just made Amy watch a video of them. Style Amy. Hmm. Can you describe what we just saw? Sticks and Max. I just tweeted yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Amy was like, we can't give them anything for style. And I argued in their defence that they each had a stick. And I said they also were wearing Flasher Max. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure. But this can... is... To the points I awarded them for style, because I'm kind-hearted, have been 
wiped out for the fact that they lost two members. Mm. They lose points. We've given them a little bit of instruments points because just for the sheer fact that they had a didgeridoo. Oh, one of them could play. And nothing, that is hard. Nothing for songwriting at all. And some points for post-career success because Darren Keating went on to manage... Co-manage. Co-manage. McFly, McFly and Busted. Busted. He's a director of the company. Yeah. So, well yeah. done, Darren. Excellent. So, where, where did they fall? You want to guess? So, I, my I, rumour has it, word on the street, is we now have a top 50 boy we bands. We do have a top 50 so boy I'm bands. So, I'm going to challenge Zoe to see how quickly she can run down the top 50. Okay, do I have to put in explainers as to what they are? Do I have to say, like, they're a Eurovision, they're an X Factor, or can I just do list the boy bands? Just list them. I mean, you okay. can always go, da-da-da, Eurovision, da-da-da, 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 like... I'm sure our listeners will have re-listened so many times they'll to the know. episodes that they'll, they'll know. know. Som and Find. They'll know. Okay, ready? Hang on, I'm going to time you. I need to, Gabrielle. Hang on. <laughs> how, how fast do you reckon you can do it? I reckon I can do it in a minute. Okay, I've got a stopwatch. I'll go ready, set, go. Do I have to say what number they're at? Yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready, set, Go. 52 Tricky at 49, Tiebreak at 48, Music, 47 Blonde at 46 is Reunion, 45 Anonymous, 44 Walters and Kazar, 43 Anti-Social Media, 42 For Sure, 41 Soft Engine. At number 40, this week's Boy Band of the Week, Scandal, <gasps> number 39 Fortune, 38 Joe and Jake, 37 Bang, 36 No Name, 35 Eden. 34, Future Proof, 33, 1, 32, Eaton Road, 31, D-Nash, 30, Cosmos, 29, Premier Minister, 28, Take 5, 27, Avenue, 26, 3SL, 25, VIP, 24, Laminate, 23, Upside <laughs> Down, 22, Us 5, at 21 is Edin Ardell, at 20, Il Volo, 19, The Herries, 18, McDonald Brothers, 17, Arvin Garner, 16, The Neutrons, 15, Journey South, 14, Quick. Big Fun, 13, LFO, 12, EYC, 11, BB Mac, 10, Damage, 9, Human Nature, 8, Another Level, 7, PJ Duncan, 6, Chris Cross, 5, Bros, 4, 5, 3, The Jonas Brothers, 2, Busted, number 1, The Bay City Rollers. Oh! <laughs> on, what did I do? Oh! <laughs> that was one minute, one second, point six seven milliseconds. When I like got... how I like how we did it at speed when we were like, let's do the top fifty. This will pad the episode <laughs> out. <laughs> you hit number thirty at thirty seconds, and I was like, okay, there's fifty and there's sixty seconds, so she's a tiny bit behind the wave. And when you got to like the top twenty, I started going. I was like nodding, <laughs> like boom, and you got faster. Yeah, one minute, one second. That's really good. Okay, so, yeah. full top 50. Yeah. We're there. And they were number 40. They were not bad. They're, they're not the they're, worst. There's some they've cracked Who's underneath 40. them? Who is underneath them? Are they all Eurovision and X Factor? Yeah, so mm. it's pretty much that whole bottom... From 27 up to 50. No, 29 up to 50 mm. is all Eurovision X Factor bands. Yeah. And then randomly in the middle of them come Take Five, which is a Lou Pearlman band. Oh, yeah. And then there's a whole nother raft of Eurovision. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And there's some, there's a handful of Eurovision bands that get that are higher in the chart than you'd expect but because they were together for ages. Yeah, yeah. Like the Herries, yeah. who were brothers, which went on for like 20 odd years. So, yeah. Good. We're padding it out though. Yeah. Good. We have a top 100 soon. Yeah. 
Okay, so string theory, oh. which I've not worked out. Okay, this is get... quite easy. What did we do last week for busted? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we did last week for busted, uh, this is scandal to busted, and then carry Et on. Etcetera. <laughs> yes, I'm just going to tag them on the end. Oh, good. Well, that was fun. That's a fun episode. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, We hope you liked all our little announcements that we did in this week's episode. We're very excited. If you want to support us in our continued journey so that we can make our boy band of the week more than three minutes long, (laughs) you can sponsor us, support us at our Patreon campaign, which is www.patreon.com forward slash boy band. And come follow us on our social medias. So we're on twitter at the boy band pod we're on instagram at i'm with the boy band and we've got a facebook group it's the one you have to ask to join not the page there is a page you can go and like the page if you want yeah. there's nothing happening on the page no come join the group and or email us at the boy band pod at gmail.com thank you once again everyone for listening and supporting thank you to my co-host amy for a fantastic six months happy birthday for sunday happy birthday to you for last week (laughs) and uh, we'll talk to you all maybe next week we're not quite sure when we'll be able to get together for next week to record because we're both away so stay tuned we'll put out some kind of mini of some sort yeah probably thanks for listening Uh, thanks this week go to the it's the mcbusted uh, the mcfly and the busted biographies which i got most of the information from our theme music is Dance With You by Fire and Lights from the Songs About a Girl trilogy by Chris Russell. He smoked crack once. Oh. <laughs> Go read his other book, Mock Stars, and you'll hear all about that. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>